I'm outside in the 550. Banging through the wire with my 360. All right. Welcome to the Miseducation of Stevie B. I'm your host, Stevie B. Um, this is On The Wake Up Radio. Please donate any amount, $2, $5, to us at On The Wake Up Radio. Matter of fact, dollar sign On The Wake Up Radio. That's our cash app. You can find our shows on Google, iTunes, Stitcher, Apple, wherever. Wherever you can find our shows at, we're there. All right? It's a labor of love, but we live in a costly world. You can donate to us on our PayPal at onthewakeupradio at gmail.com. Um, I don't have the intro right in front of me, but call in. Y'all know what the number is because you're on On The Wake Up Radio, all right? I don't have to explain it. <laughs> I don't have to explain it. Today's show is called The Audacity. This might be an hour. This might be 30 minutes. The audacity of this woman. I told you guys last week that I was doing a cheating story. So let's get into it. All right. This is from Reddit. Okay. The title is called I cheated on my husband with one of his friends. And now I don't know what to do. I want him back in my life. My life is terrible without him. The audacity to want this man back. Let's go into the story. We're going to break it piece by piece. All right. So she says, I made a huge mistake. And now I am caught in such a fucked up situation, yo. I don't know what I'm, I don't know what I want to do anymore. I just want advice. But if you're mean, I understand I made mistakes. This is a long story. Me, she's a 24-year-old female, and my husband, 26-year-old male, have been married for around three months. We've been together ever since my sophomore year in high school, his senior year in high school. They were high school sweethearts, y'all. They were high school fucking sweethearts, y'all. All right. Let's continue. We've done everything together. When he went to college, he made sure that I would go to the same school, even though he even turned down a better scholarship to go to a school that had a better chance of getting into since he was the smart one of the smart kids and I was one of the more average kids. And he finished. And when he finished, he immediately started working so that he could support us. And I dropped out because I. Because he knew I hated school. I want to read that again. I want to read that again. I want to read that again. She says, we've done everything together. When we were in college, he made sure, we made sure that we went to the same school. He even turned down a better scholarship to go to a school that had a better chance. Well, that... She had a better chance of getting into because she he was one of the smart kids and she was one of the average kids. And when he immediately immediately finished, uh, when he finished school, he started working so that he could support us. And I dropped out because he knew I hated school. Wow. 
first of all, you should never, ever, 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 ever turn down a scholarship, whether it's Dartmouth, whether it's fucking Ivy League school and HBCU. I don't care if my girlfriend was a do a dunce. I'm going to that fucking school. I'm going to that fucking school. And it's crazy that he did that. So that's where he messed up. He works as a software engineer right now, leaving the company unnamed, obviously. Sorry for the long background, but I just wanted to show that I do love him with everything in my heart, in my being, in everything he's done for me, and I wouldn't give it up for anything. So why'd you cheat, bitch? Why'd you cheat? Why'd you cheat? So I stay at home and take care of the typical cook and cleaning and house maintenance. So we have a good relationship and we both put in a lot of work to make sure things could stay afloat. She was a housewife, y'all. She was a housewife. Wow. Let's get into this. So now we learned two things, right? They were high school sweethearts pretty much. And he brought himself down. So that he could be with his girl. And she dropped out. Because she hated school. And he started working as a software engineer. She didn't even stay in her lane. He didn't even stay in his lane. He could have. He man. Oh my god. When I read this story. I was stressed the fuck out. I was like what the fuck. And I took note of that. He should have went to whatever college. He was supposed to go to. And had, I would have told my girl, look, go to community college, do what needs to be done or whatever, and we'll meet in that same college. You know, or just work it out. But she didn't even stay in her own lane, bro. That's, That's sad. It's sad. So, before I get into this, I should say that my physical attraction to him wasn't the same as we were in college. Ever since he started working, uh, he started working out less and didn't come to the gym with me as often. He was not fat or anything, but it's obvious that he doesn't have much muscle. And the things he had early in college, like his six-pack, which which he knows I used to love, are gone. So when he started working, he started slacking off physically. All right, that's pretty much what she's saying. Much less working out reduces testosterone, also because the sex isn't as frequent, and when when we have it, it's not like it used to be. Starting a couple months ago, one of his best friends that I will uh, call David started coming over to hang out. Unusually. Uh, excuse me, usually I don't like his friends in our place so frequently. But me and David instantly clicked. In all caps. Instantly clicked. In all caps. David and I hit it off and my husband was so happy to see that I finally got along with his friends. But then, as usual, I ended up going back to work and spending less and less time with me. Which honestly, honestly, excuse me, Honestly, might have been one of the reasons why I cheated. 
Wow. So pretty much he lost his physicality. Um and his best friend started coming over. The best friend got involved. The best friend got involved. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. David. Let's see. Uh when we were about to get married, he promised me that he wouldn't fall out of touch like in the movies. <laughs> And that he wouldn't abandon me for work. But that's exactly what I feel like happened. Not exactly what happened. She said, that's exactly what I feel like happened. David started swinging by a couple hours before my husband got home to wait for him comfortably. So we started hanging out. We did everything a couple hours before my husband got home. To wait for him comfortably. Well, uh oh, my bad. We did everything together that I felt my husband should have taken the time to do with me. We binge Netflix. We talked so much together. No, talked so much, went to the movies. Whenever people saw us, they said I looked happier. And at that point, I think you was. I think she meant to say, I think I was. So. <laughs> That's not a friend. That's a that's not a friend. Cindy, you're absolutely right. That's not a fucking friend. An no old friend should be hanging out with your girl often like that. Y'all going to movies? Y'all binging Netflix? Like what is he doing? He don't have a job? He don't have a career? What the hell are you coming over my girl's place our place and hanging out with her? Sheesh. This shit is crazy. Crazy. David started swinging by to hang out with me more than my husband. So he came earlier and earlier. And soon it was just at the beginning of the day. As long as he didn't have class. He's working on his master's. Okay. One morning. He came by and we started to binge Netflix. I didn't have that much clothes on as usual because he came at nine. Nine in the morning? What friend comes in at nine in the fucking morning? Ain't there's no way. There's no way. No. Nine in the morning. She said, I didn't have much clothes on as usual because he came at nine which was slightly earlier than I than expected. But I was already so comfortable with him, it didn't matter. I only had a big shirt on and some underwear, and I didn't even realize until it was too late that I wasn't wearing a bra. So I felt awkward. <laughs> then David, as a joke, took off his clothes. And only had a big shirt in his boxers and climbed into bed next to me saying it was undies time. <laughs> this is definitely a white couple because you would never hear a nigga say it's undie time. Never. She said. 
I didn't even realize it was too late that I wasn't wearing a bra. So I felt awkward. Then D David, <laughs> as a joke, took off his clothes and had only a shirt and his boxers and climbed into the bed next to me saying it was undies time. And he was abnormally close, but I ended up moving in even closer. He put his hands on my thigh and I ended up moving to sit between his legs. And before I even thought about it, he turned me around and started. <laughs> he turned me around and he started grinding an erection onto me and I kissed him. I didn't intend for it to go further than that, but he was everything my husband wasn't anymore. Oh my God. <laughs> reading this again is just so crazy reading this again is just so crazy when I saw this story y'all I was like man this shit, is, this shit is heartbroken god damn she said I didn't intend for it to go further than that but he was everything my husband wasn't anymore he was still built and I could tell he really wanted me more than my own husband had so we ended up having sex. I trusted him, of course, so we never used protection. Oh! <laughs> oh my God. I trusted him, of course, so we never used protection. Guys, you have to understand. Here's a couple of things before I continue. Number one, one thing I'm learning, always got to keep your health up. Always got to keep your health up. You got to continue going to the gym. You got to thug that shit out. Like, oh, my God. Two, you got to learn how to vet your friends and your girls properly. That's not a friend. Fuck David. David had no business coming in at 9 o'clock in the morning to hang out with my girl. To hang out with this guy's girl. Like, that's fucking insane. Number three, this bitch made it seem like she got manipulated. This bitch is making it seem like, oh, I just had a bra on and I made it awkward. Why'd you take off the bra? Why did you allow him in the fucking house in the first place? Uh, uh, uh. And... She didn't, and they never used protection. So this nigga went raw into this man's girl. That's sad. She said, so we ended up having sex. I trusted him, of course, so we never used protection. Throughout that day, he, uh, and he gave me the opportunity to feel ways and do things I haven't done in so long. Woo. Gotta hold your heart for that. Anybody that's been cheated or hasn't been cheated, I meant to put this disclaimer out because I know that, you know, cheating, I feel like cheating can cause PTSD or some type of mental, like, illness. So anybody that has been cheated on and it feels some type of way or feels triggered, please get off this live stream. Don't listen to this stream, all right? I don't want you to have no flashbacks. 
I don't want you to have no, you know, anything dramatic. Please, please don't listen to this. I thought I would feel bad right after, but I didn't. I was only really excited that I was desired and wanted and satisfied again. Me and David continued this relationship for months. And I ended up giving him the nickname Hubby. Because I really felt like he was my true husband, the way he treated me. But of course, he started to get possessive like men do. That's what happens when you give men. Oh, they're both wrong. Yes, Sydney, they're both wrong. Oh, she started calling that man hubby. Oh. Oh my God, my heart. <laughs> Shit. But of course, she started to get possessive like men do. And this is where a huge problem began. Whenever we had sex, he wanted my wedding ring off. And I ended up losing it. And my husband immediately noticed because I made a point of never having it off. Let me read that again. Whenever we had sex, he wanted my wedding ring off. And I ended up losing it. And my husband immediately noticed because I made a point of never having it off. But that was, that was only the first thing. David told me to stop kissing my husband or really treat him like he was. <laughs> Wait. But that was the, only the first thing. David told me to stop kissing my husband or really treating him like he was my husband at all. And I did it. This bitch was married. <laughs> he took that and pawned it. <laughs> Cindy, on the Wake Up Radio, everybody, this woman literally listened to the man that she pretty much respected, all because she felt desired. She felt wanted. What the bummer clock, exactly. This is a bummer clock team. Yes. She listened. So she treated him like shit because the friend told him to treat him like shit. Oh. I treated my husband like shit because he manipulated me into believing he was a shitty husband and person for leaving me to do so. so uh, excuse me, for leaving me so alone. I went back and forth on birth control and we never used protection because he didn't like it. And I never objected to it because I just enjoyed the feeling being taken again. If y'all watch, if you guys watch sex life this is exactly what this is this is exactly what this is just that portrait right there so david and the old girl she was brainwashed and was ruled by him like he was a king dingling cindy david was slapping that was clapping that and she uh, what's that movie uh damn what's that fucking movie <laughs> 
with Holly Berry. She did say she wasn't smart. Very true. She said she was a dumbass. Uh, what's that movie where Holly Berry was like, make me feel good. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. Make me feel good. Oh, my goodness. This is terrible. Terrible. I went back on birth control and never used protection because he didn't like it. And I never objected because it. I enjoyed feeling being taken again. I stopped kissing my husband. I put as much distance between us in the bed as possible. I made a point to never have sex with him no matter what. I called him fat, ugly. And when I got angry or was upset, it just sent my marriage into ruins. David was still around. And I guess my husband realized how lovey-dovey I was with David because he started making accusations. And, of course, David got possessive again. So when my husband told him he couldn't come over anymore, he sent my husband months worth of pictures and videos and messages we had made and sent to each other as some kind of sick payback. Woo! This nigga David is a demon. Nigga said, well, nigga went Tupac on him. He said, that's why I fucked your bitch, you fat motherfucker. <laughs> West Side. <laughs> this is terrible. This is terrible. Her husband, a software engineer, loved this girl. Married this woman, right? He's getting, he's doing what exactly what a man's supposed to do: provide for his wife. David coming in early in the morning, binge watching Netflix, watching some fucking weak ass TV show with the wife, and the wife doesn't feel like she wanted. That's very true. That's how people end up on the ID channel. That is very true. This is a murder scene. This is a murder scene. Left his dreams all behind. He should have, I bet, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. When I tell y'all this pulled my heart, bro, listen, this, I learned a lot from this story. When my husband got home, he was infuriated and he started screaming and threw things and I had no idea what to do. And I realized that David didn't really care about me. Duh. <laughs> he cared about the pussy. Like, what do you expect? David didn't really care about me as much as my husband did. And if he was willing to expose me like that, like, did she not, like, ladies, like, I don't know any ladies will be bold enough to, like, answer this question. Like, if you ever... Like, if you've ever been in that situation, do you understand, like, if a man just sleeps with you and wants you to do certain things, like, he doesn't really care based off his action? If he keeps hitting you up based off the fact that you, you know, give him some pussy, he doesn't really give a fuck about you? Like, do y'all understand that? I hope y'all understand that. 
Like, if you're the side chick, you're just there for sex. Yes, yes, this is a lie. This is a very depressing lie. <laughs> I'm reading the story about how this person got cheated on and how she cheated on her husband with her best friend. And yeah, sorry, guys. We got some people in the live stream. Okay, where was I? Ba -ba -ba. Uh, he started yelling about how hard he was working, rightfully so, as if he, I didn't help around the house. He broke a lot of my personal items. He was crying in the corner and talking about how he wanted to kill himself. And I was so scared because he randomly kept lashing out again. He kept asking me questions, half yelling, half crying about how often he, how often, how long it had been going on. I had broke down and started crying too. And I told him everything. He looked at the videos on his phone getting angry again because I told David I loved him and that he was bitter that he was excuse me I got to get out I got to get out of my feelings I told David I loved him and that he was better than my husband and other things that insulted him in the videos he saw that we were having sex on our marital bed I'm going to read that again. He looked at the videos on his phone, angry again, because I told David I loved him and that he was better than my husband and other things that insulted him. In the video, he saw that we were having sex in our marital bed and that we never used a condom and he always finished inside me. Oh, my goodness. Betrayal, the audacity. Oh, my goodness. And then David had the nerve to come inside this chick. It's an evil world out here. Yeah. The husband has I put in the freezer. <laughs> Man, out listen, burn the whole house down. <laughs> Go into my savings, buy a rocket launcher, and blow the whole house up with everybody in it. Everybody in it. Sheesh. And I could see something in him was just break him was just break or maybe he saw maybe he was my first time back in high school wait and i could see something in him that was uh, just break oh, maybe because he was my first time back in high school so he lost his virginity to this girl y'all and i didn't let him do any of that until we were married damn Damn, that's sad. That's sad. So she was his first and he was her first. And she didn't allow any of the things David was doing to this woman until they were married. 
He kept scratching at his skin and harming himself in weird ways and insulting himself like he I wouldn't thought him. And when I got angry and I was scared, he was going insane. Thankfully, the neighbors called the police due to yelling. Although they took his side a little more than mine, they asked me if I had somewhere else to stay so that I don't know if they were hospitalized, hospitaling him or not. Now I live with my mother and working part-time again. I regret everything. Though I still haven't been able to quite distance myself from David. She's still seeing David, y'all. She's still fucking that guy. Uh, because I think he really start, started to care for me once my husband tossed me to the side. and He's been here for me. David calls me wifey now. And it hurts because I just started. I just really want my husband back. We haven't gotten officially divorced, but he won't talk to me or return my messages or anything at all. Let me say this. Let me say this. If the guys listen to my voice, wherever you are, sir, start that divorce. This will be an easy divorce for you. She's not working. This would be easy. Get your shit Divorce that bitch. That bitch has to go. That bitch has to go. And she regrets it. She regrets it because it was the wrong fucking move. She deserves to suffer, sir. She deserves to suffer. Let that bitch suffer. Okay? If you can hear me, wherever you are, let that bitch suffer. Let her suffer, man. She doesn't deserve love. She deserves everything she's supposed to get. <sighs> David calls me wifey now. It hurts because I just want my husband back. We haven't gotten officially divorced, but he won't talk to me or return any more messages or anything at all. If I send a third party there, he just tells them to get me a, uh, to get a lawyer because he wants to divorce me. Rightfully so. I don't know if I'll do well in divorce. Hell no. Since he paid for everything and because of David, he has a mountain of evidence on me cheating. I really want this all to be done and over with. What can I do to get him back? And I don't know how I will do in the divorce. That's the end, y'all. <laughs> That's the end. Uh, so let's break a couple things down. Number one, let me tell you what the husband did. He fucked up by going onto her level instead of, instead of taking that scholarship and going to the college that he's supposed to go to. That's where he fucked up. That's where she's fucked up. She, he fucked up. By doing that. You are a man bro. You have to level up. If she can't reach. Your fucking status. Then that's her fault. Okay. That is her fault. Number two. He started slacking because he was working. I get that. I'm not going to lie. The past two weeks. I've been getting a little lazy with my workouts. And stuff like that. And I get it. 
when you're working and going to school and doing this and doing that, like, yeah, I get that. But um, you need to work out, go to the gym, and uh, make sure you take your testosterone. Maybe you need some TRT, testosterone replacement therapy, you know? Or start eating. I'm pretty sure he wasn't eating right. I'm pretty sure he wasn't, uh, you know, had a bad diet. It just started slacking. You got to keep up with that. You got to be consistent. But to the woman, you deserve to get whatever you deserve to get. You need to be divorced. You need to be sent to hell. (laughs) You need to belong there. You are not wifey material. David, if I was in the husband's position, I would have been beating David's ass every time I hear the word David. Every time I hear the word David, I'm beating that man's ass off rip. I don't care if I'm at work. I'm like, hey, I'm taking my lunch early. Steven, it's only 9 (laughs) o'clock. It's only 9 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I'll be right back. Cutting David's brakes. I'm busting his window. I'm, oh my God. I'm beating David's ass every time to the point where he's going to be like, yo, I need a restraining order on this nigga. David needs to get his ass whooped. That's not a friend, bro. That's not a friend at all. The fact that he was comfortable coming over early in the morning, what type of weirdo does that shit? Usually chilling happens like at late nights and all that type of stuff. But this nigga was coming over in the morning. So as soon as you left... He waited till your car drive back. Exactly. Never let snakes in your home. He waited till your car drive past the cul-de-sac, and then he moved in. David needs to get his ass whooped. And this is where a lot of men need to realize. You got to watch who your friends are. You got to watch out who your friends are. Because there's some snakes in this motherfucker. And lastly, the lady, she needs to be sent to hell. She needs to be, she needs to suffer. I'm a huge believer of if you do wrong by me, you suffer. The home's a safe space. Hold on. <laughs> the home is a safe space. Don't bring anyone home that your your dog will not approve of or your cat. Very true. Very true. But the, here's the thing. Here's the thing. They didn't have a pet. They didn't have a pet, bro. They didn't have a pet at all. It was just the fact that she made it comfortable for the best friend to come over. And because the husband was so blinded by the best friend being the best friend role, right? He didn't expect the best friend to sleep with his wife. So... That's on the husband's part, too, because you can't really trust people out here. It was a figure of speech. I know. I know. I know. I know. But you got to watch who your friends are. Because that that's a dirty dude. If I, would, if I was a husband, I would be whooping David's ass. Every time I th- hear the word David, I'm going over to David. I don't care if he's in the hospital. I would have whooped his ass in the hospital. I would have whooped his ass in the hospital every time. 
every time. Woo! High school sweethearts. Didn't he? He fucked up. He fucked up when he took the when he denied the scholarship to the school he was supposed to go to. That's where he fucked up. Friends will bring you to hell. Hold on. Friends will bring you to hell and won't help you get out. Those are really called your enemies. Very true. Very true. Well, she she deserves to be in hell. She deserves to be in hell. When I read this, I was like, what the fuck? Y'all moving like this? Damn. Damn. <laughs> That's sad. That's sad. So, anybody that's in a relationship right now, please make sure your friends and your girlfriends aren't close or buddy buddy and stuff like that. You really can't trust anybody. You really can't trust anybody. You gotta stay on your P's and Q's. He could have been great, but he chose lesser life to be with a woman who claimed she was average. Right. That's the crazy part. She knew her limitations. She knew she wasn't shit. And because he was in love, he said, you know what? I'm going to match your energy. I'm going to match your energy. If someone gave me, if me and this one chick are going out, right? And... Some guy says, hey, you're a good-looking man. I'm going to give you a million dollars so you live in this mansion or whatever. I'm taking that. I'm taking that. This live stream format is way better than Instagram. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Please invite everybody to this um, live stream. You are listening to the Miseducation of Stevie B, my podcast. On, on the wake up radio.com, otw2.com. Send your friends over because shit is getting wild out here, bro. It's getting wild out here. But this is where a lot of men fuck up. If you get an opportunity, take it. If I date a nurse, right, and I'm trying to be a travel nurse, I'm not going to let that nurse tell me, hey, I want you to stay here because. You know, I want you to be closer to me. No, I want to be a travel nurse. Stick to your goals. Stick to your goals. Stick to your motherfucking goals. Whew. Man, this hurt my heart. And you know what's crazy? This happens every day. This happens every day. And people are supposed to act like... And they're trying to normalize cheating now. You're trying to say, hey, if you're in a certain tax bracket or if you're a high-value man, they don't cheat. Uh, They explore their options. Like, I'm like, from like, because I remember I did a show on cheating, right? And what my point of view is, like, I come from a background of a cheater. Like, my pops ruined the whole fucking family because he cheated. Because he couldn't keep his dick in his pants. And he was very abusive. 
So for people to normalize that, because you're going to get some dudes who feel like they make more money than their wives and stuff like that. Oh, I'm just exploring my... <laughs> I'm just exploring my options. Like, nah. Like, nah. Because there's going to be a lot of dead niggas. What happens to a dream deferred? Does it dry up like a raisin in the sun? Or fester like a sore? Then run? Oh, yeah. Does it sink like rotten meat? Or crush uh, sugar gold like slurpy sweet? <laughs> Langston Hughes, yeah. Or maybe it just sags like a heavy load. Or does it explode? Shout out to Langston Hughes. That's a black history right there. One of the greatest poets of all time. Do your fucking research. Do your fucking research on Langston fucking Hughes. <laughs> but all that's to say, um, I wanted to read that story. That was very depressing. And I learned a lot from that, and I'll take a lot from that. Now, if this was me, first of all, I'll be embarrassed. I would feel like I did something wrong because my girlfriend uh, decided to give herself to somebody else. And um, the best friend needs to be punished. He needs to be beat up. He needs to be tortured. He needs to be lit on fire. He needs to be you know, mutilated, you know. Yeah, life lessons we learn from others. That's very true. Very, very true. Very, very true. But I'm going to get through this quick little news. The audacity. That's why I named the title. That's why I named it. The audacity. Because she asks, because at the end of this, I, I think I forgot to at the uh, rest of the post. She was like, P.S., I haven't talked to him because he's been mute. He hasn't been eating, right? The husband we're talking about. He hasn't been eating. Um, he's not right in the head. He's going through, like, severe depression. And she feels like she had the audacity to say, oh, I don't feel like it was that bad of a situation because he doesn't understand how I felt. I said, this bitch has the audacity to say some shit like that. A tree deferred becomes a haunting memory. That's why you got to follow your dreams, people. So you got to follow your dreams. Uh, they just announced that people who have been vaccinated have to wear masks. I feel like this is just dumb shit. Um... I think they're going to shut the country down. They're trying not to shut the country down, but it's going to end up shutting down. It is what it is at this point. Yeah, trauma is very real. It triggers everywhere. It's everywhere. So I pretty much got vaccinated because they're saying that people who got vaccinated are spreading COVID. First, it was the unvaccinated people that were spreading COVID. Now it's the vaccinated people that are spreading COVID. Yeah, this place does suck. This place does suck. Honestly, it does. It does. I'm, I'm getting a booster. Nah. If they say I got to get the third one, I'm not getting the third one. I'm not getting the third one. No, nah, I'm not getting the third one. 
I didn't want to get the first two. And don't. And here's the thing. They just made it mandatory for my school. Like, they're, they're like, hey, you have to have the COVID vaccine required to, in order for you to go to school. Yeah. It's so crazy. It's crazy how you just research some things and they just switch the narrative just like that. The CNN director, te- technical director, was out eating. And he's pretty much saying, hey, we have to raise the goddamn death rates to induce fear into people. Because people ain't dying from COVID like that. Now, granted, both of my parents had it. And, you know, they're still getting there. <laughs> You're a thousand years old. <laughs> thousand years old? You don't look a thousand. I'll tell you that much. You don't look a thousand. It's crazy. Crazy. I'm. I, I. That's why I was telling my. I was telling my family at home. I'm like, yo, we don't need to take this fucking vaccine. But it is what it is. But this was cool, guys. I'm going to Houston tomorrow. Wish traveling mercies on me. Um, I'm gonna end this on a good note. Um, I gotta finish packing. I gotta go to sleep because I gotta go to the airport. I need this vacation. Like I told you guys, the past two weeks, I've been, <laughs> I do not look like a day <laughs> Sydney, you keep making fun of yourself, man. Stop it. Stop it. I want to thank you guys for listening. All right. I need this vacation. I need this vacation. I'm going to Texas. Going to the H Town. Please send your prayer, your prayers for me. This is your boy, Miss Education. This is your boy. This is the Miss Education, Stevie B. Uh, follow me on Twitter, Stevie King Stevie ninety three. Follow me on Instagram, King underscore Stevie ninety three. Ninety three. Um, cash at me dollar signs T H I P five. I would greatly appreciate it. Uh, not have nation. Yes, I need some sun. I definitely need some sun. Definitely need some sun. Prioritize and get my shit together because I need this. All right? Y'all have a good night. <laughs> don't cheat, please. Fellas, don't, don't ever, 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 ever knock your opportunities just to stay with your girl. Ever. All right? I'm out. Peace. Look it up. Flawed individual. Thanks for keeping the lights on, Diang. Cindy Ashwin On the wake up. So here it is, y'all. Are you tired of being censored? Shadow banned? Shit, are you just tired of creating content and making these platforms famous? Well, I'm asking you to support OTW2. It's the black YouTube. Why you may say? Because our content is important and necessary. And because anytime we tell the truth, they shut us down on their platform. So we are behind enemy lines, so we cannot complain. We just got to move accordingly, smarter. So since we know many of our people won't just jump ship and go to a black site, what I'm telling you to do is don't post everything that is great on their platform. Give them purge people a 10-second snippet, a 15-second snippet. 
make them come to OTW Tube and come check you out. Support black things or stop complaining. Because only unity, black unity, and black economics can change our situation. Wake up, y'all. OTW Tube is where it's at.